Welcome. We thank you for listening with us today. We ask that you please stow away and secure all important items. There are no emergency exits. So, just sit back, relax, fasten your earbuds, and enjoy. Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Funny to Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 127, and this is the show where we focus on the jokes first, but we find bits of information, uh, personal stories, stuff from the news, sometimes interviews. I'm John, that's Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. Coming at you live from Stray Cat Studios today, ladies and gents. <laughs> yeah, you... I named it, I named it. We never record at my place. Nope. Um, this not is, this, not your place since you moved from where you were at in Kissimmee, from the pod patio. The pod patio, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah where uh, it all started. Yeah, this is only the second time we're here at this place, um, on our balcony. Yeah, my, my little... The smallest balcony ever. It's really, really it, tiny. I feel like I'm in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's cool, because it's like on the second story, so you can kind of like look out to a bunch of different things and, and see everything that's going on around here. And we got this cool like roof and the sidewalls, so if you guys hear a little bit of rain, we apologize. It, it's it's off and on. It was raining, then it stopped. It might start back up any minute. Yeah, But we, we're good and dry in here. Yeah, we got a lot to get to. Um, I know it was like the NBA All-Star Weekend last weekend. Yeah. And then uh, like Daytona 500 yeah, uh, had a lot their of races. Stuff. Trump was here. Was yeah. The, the biggest race fan, the best race fan. <laughs> yeah, and I know, um, you know, you went to see Blue Man Group. We were talking about it a little bit last time. Yep. But so we're gonna find out about that. And yeah, we I had an interesting weekend, both of us. Yeah, I, I went to shoot bow and arrows. That's cool. I when I saw to... that picture, I thought it was. Uh, I was like, oh, he went through axes, and then I zoomed in. And I was like, no, he shot arrows. That might be cooler. Yeah, bro. It's uh, it, I mean, my girlfriend, she was the one that surprised me with that. But yeah, what? there's. I- I wondered whose idea that was. When we get to it, I yeah, I definitely want to learn more about that. Where yeah. he went and all that shit. Because I told you I used to shoot. It's going to be heroin uh, in a back alley. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a, yeah, it's going to be a good one. I um I did want to start off by saying cuz I was looking at a few different articles of like lists for podcasts and stuff. And I wanted to start out by saying like that I am so humble Thank that you. Th- to to see that um uh, it was player.fm that did a top 50 list of like uh best funny podcasts that they could recommend. Was it 50? I didn't know how many the count was on that. Yeah, it was 50. Okay, okay. And uh and then there was a lot of uh, heavy hitters like Tom Seguro and Burt Kreischer. Burt Kreischer, fucking Jimmy Pardo's show was in there. Dude, fucking there were so many big names I, in that like, list. Dude. I think Conan O'Brien and, Was Conan's in there cuz I, I listened to that one's a funny one. You should listen to it after it, you listen to ours, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and then there we are yeah, in the no middle shit. of that. Well, it was funny because yeah, and we meant and I I meant to actually bring this up on the last show, but uh, it didn't come up. And I've been meaning to make a post about it on Facebook, too. And probably by the time this show drops, I will have made said post. And you guys will know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, you mentioned it. Um, you told me, pointed out to me maybe about a week or so ago. And another local podcast, shout out to Tidbits uh, over at PFT. Um, they got mentioned in the Orlando section. They were talking about local Orlando podcasts specifically. And that show got mentioned in it. And John, John followed that link to see that list and then somehow he i don't know how he just started digging through the other list i just got sucked in and there was a list of funny podcasts and we did not get mentioned in the orlando one which that is fine i'm much honestly i'm much more happy we got listed in a nationally listed top like not top but 50 funny shows nationwide and there we are and it wasn't one through 50 so it wasn't like 
we were at the top or the bottom. It was just random. There was no particular order to the listing. But it was, dude, that, how humbling was that? I couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't I, believe the I, names I, and the faces we were, we were amongst in that. Yeah, I still kind of don't believe it. I mean, it's, it's... Well, you're welcome. When are we coming up on an informing list, John? <laughs> <laughs> Pressure's <know>. on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm working on it. All right, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, more I'm news, trying. more news. Yeah, I uh, no, today, I mean... It's just today's been a long day for me. I mean, I am on like no sleep. I spent all last night, and I know we all have those nights where you'll be like in and out of the bathroom, like through like with stomach pains. Oh, it's me because of my old man prostate. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I have to pee. No, I don't. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard to pee. I can't start. For me, it was these terrible chicken wings I ate. And, oh, uh, gross. Oh, my God. It, it was over the span of about three or four hours. Every 20, 30 minutes, I got to go back into the bathroom. So I didn't sleep until like six, and I'm waking up at nine. Yeah, it's hard to sleep when your butthole's on fire. Yeah, I'm a little like <laughs> allegedly. Li- I, I think I'm past that point of being tired though, because you know how like you get past the point, and then you kind of like get another second wind. Yeah, you get a second wind, a fourth wind, if you will, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, then I I was kind of there myself. I was just a little drained, um, and that I've been drinking a little bit, and uh, well, last night and getting very little sleep, and I just uh, fucking shotgunned a Red Bull to the dome before we started this. So. Yeah, well, because you went to do a pub crawl. Which happy birthday to one of our listeners, Sean Seaman. Yeah, well, cool we'll guy. Say his full name, Jesus. When did you? <laughs> I mean, that's what he goes by. So we'll say his full name. Normally, he just goes by his last name, but yeah, uh, Seaman. Shout out to that guy. Um, that was uh, it was a good time last night. Happy birthday to you and your lovely lady Val. Um, love both you guys and Sean. I'm assuming you'll be listening to this one day on your way to UPS. So You're, um, sorry, our intro for Did You Hears is so fucking long, dude. Okay, <laughs> we're working on it. You uh, so you went to a couple of different spots with them. Yeah. Um. Again, it was another bar hop, but it was cool because I got some new venues in. It was like different spots from my normal, you know, my normal haunts. Um. They started at Finns. I missed that part. But I'm happy I got there in time to go to the woods downtown. The woods is one of my favorite spots. It's over the lodge. It's like a fancy cocktail bar. So I got myself a fancy chocolate uh, old fashioned. Oh, it was really good. And then um, they left there and they went. I was I was really against this, too. They went to Latitudes, which is kind of clubby. And I'm not a clubby type dude at all. And I was really against it because I was like, no, I feel like they have a cover and I'm not paying a cover to go somewhere I don't want to go. Like, I'll go. Somewhere I don't want to go for the sake of the group, but I don't want to pay to do that. Yeah, well, you're not much of a dancer. Right, at all, right? No, no, no. Thank God for everyone I'm not. And um, and so he can. So then he guilts me. He walks up, and uh, and me and Adrian are like, ah, we might not go because, you know, I love you guys, but I really don't want to go there and pay a cover. And then he walks back over and slaps a 20 on the table. And, and I was like, what's this for? And he was like, your cover. Come on, let's go. I want now you guys you, to yeah, go. Then you got no excuse. I was excuse. like, take your fucking money back, dude. I'm not going to make you pay for us to get into a bar on your own birthday, you know? So we went, and turns out there wasn't a cover, which I immediately found Sean and was like, give me that 20 back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He did not. Uh, that's cool. That's my present to you. And uh, it was a good time. I saw... um. I saw one of our, our mutual, one of my downtown buddies, uh, Scooter. He goes by Scooter. He DJs there on Wednesdays and Saturdays. He was there. Thank God. He gave me a lighter for my joint. Shout out to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we went to the patio. And uh, you say I don't dance, but I kind of did find, uh, I didn't really go crazy, but I did my chair bop version on uh, my feet. A uh, little shoulder shimmying. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Some of that. I went, I found my, honestly, I found my new favorite spot downtown, like as far as music and clubs goes, I felt right at home. We went to the, if anybody's aware of the patio, you know that, you know Arrow, John, you go to Arrow. So yeah. downstairs, downstairs where that whole, it's like a patio out there with multiple bars. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out the back door down those stairs. That's the patio. There's multiple bars and a giant DJ booth. That's kind of like one of the best dancing spots to go to downtown. It's usually 
lit, as the kids say. Um, so we went there, and uh, and I was just kind of standing on the edge of the dance floor while the rest of the group was kind of right out in front of me dancing as a group. And uh, and I was, you know, it was fun enough. I was enjoying it. I was kind of getting tired of doing that. And then uh, they fucking, the Cupid Shuffle or one of those stupid line dance songs came on, and the whole dance floor started doing it, and I'm right on the edge, and they're like, left step two times boom boom and they like left stepping into me and stepping on my shoes and i'm like okay i'm going to the bar (laughs) so i walked off and i went to a bar and i found a bar in the back of the venue that's called the jungle it's like separated and there's a separate dj and it's a really small room and i go back there and it's all almost all black people called the jungle it's called yeah it's just called the jungle but that's just what they call the bar but it just so happens to be mostly black people because it's a hip-hop bar so I go in and they're playing, it's throwbacks, it's all throwbacks all the time. So that's right up your alley. Bro, I walked in, they were playing fucking uh, like cash money, like they were bl- playing like mixes of like fucking stunting like my daddy and like all that old Little Wayne shit and you, I was like, oh, I'm standing here the rest of the night. These motherfuckers spitting. I fe- I fe- yeah, right? Yes, <laughs> it, it was def- definitely like that, yes. Uh, and I was like, oh man, so I just like sauntered up to the bar and fucking stood there and just wrote it out kind of the rest of the night. Yeah, that's cool. I, it was a good time. I went to uh, hang out this past week with the kitchen killers they were having their <sighs> that looked fun they were having their valentine's day show which was on friday and i had about four four of those fireball shooters i saw that they had like they had different heart-shaped containers with different shit in them you know like your 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 stereotypical heart-shaped box of chocolates yeah they had a heart-shaped box of fireball airplane bottles yeah and nobody I saw that on their photos nobody really wanted them they were like of course not passing fireball <laughs> so I, I had like four of them <laughs> fuck goddamn john part of it was to be polite like i didn't want it to go to like n- to not get used you know so i was like i'll do it um, i couldn't believe they weren't all just they weren't all gone i fi- all those people in that house i would assume when you open that lid on that and they start passing them out boom 10 shots are gone yeah. immediately and it was cool to see them i i mean i can't remember the last time that we did but it's always you like, know a few- honestly the last time we hung out was back in october bro it's it's always a few months in between, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, it uh, is. Yeah, it, w- it was good to see the Kitchen Killers again. I, I happy birthday also in the in the spirit of birthdays, yep. uh, Commodore. Commodore, yep. yeah. Of of the blunt rollingest Kitchen Killingest <laughs> musician you'll ever meet. Love that guy. Happy yeah. birthday to him. Yeah, that was a that was a good time. But I, I definitely got a little looser. Uh, and I really barely ever drink Fireball. Like I almost don't even like it. You yeah, know, well, it's, uh, I'm, you shouldn't. It's it's like <laughs> it's not a good thing. I mean, it's liquid big red gum to me. Okay, but it's I think some, it's uh I think it's engine degreaser, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it sometimes doesn't settle well. No, uh, for sure. I feel like that's probably more of your issue than chicken wings. Just saying, that's what was uh, upsetting your stomach last night. Your asshole was on fire from fireball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. asshole was on fire from chicken wings, piss hole, fireball. Yeah, I, I and UTI and like me and my girl had our you know our own Valentine's Day outside of visiting the kitchen. This is weird. It was like this Valentine's Day. I had done more things like in the spirit of Valentine's Day yeah, yeah, yeah. than I ever have. I ca- kind of same for me. We talked about it on the last show how I'm usually traditionally bad at fucking at uh, at gifts and Valentine's Day in general because it's like a Hallmark holiday and I don't put a lot of uh, thought into it. I mean, I think about you know my significant other, but as far as like spending money on stupid empty things like flowers or whatever. And can we talk about this too really quickly before we get to what we did? Let me bring this up and see what your thoughts and maybe if you guys have thoughts on this, you can drop them on Facebook at Funny to Informative's group page. Um, wherever you want to reach out to us, you can email us funny to informing at gmail.com. Yeah. Instagram funny to informing. My personal is pizza underscore Peisenberg. John's is Han and John. He never uses it, so don't find him there. Nah. Um, but uh, but what are your thoughts on this, John, and your thoughts, listeners, on cards? Does this does this follow a sex line? Cards like cards, Hallmark cards. 
Oh, cards you um, go buy at the store, not gift cards, just cards with writing in them. What are your? I feel like I, girls they, put way more stock into those, meaning they think it means so much more than than a guy. If I don't get a card ever, I'm 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 not only fine with that, I'm appreciative. I I goes I end up throwing them out, right? Mostly, and you you do end up throwing them out, but if you're like me, you sit on them forever because you don't know what the requisite amount of time. Like you don't just want to go, oh, thanks for the card, go home and just put it in the garbage can. That seems like I don't give a fuck about this. So you want to like save it for a second, right? So yeah. You, me, I just like file them away. I put them on a shelf. I put them in my fucking drawer or whatever. And then a year later, I'm like, oh. My birthday card from last year, or I'm, whatever, I'm and I'm really, like, "Fuck! I probably should have thrown this away before now." I'm against the ones that you just go out and buy. You know, I, I mean, if you make a card, I might tend to keep okay. on keep that one. I understand that you makes know, more for sense. A little while. Like, um, actually, I'm gonna go inside real quick and grab something because I wanted to Should show go you get a card. Th- th- yeah, for Valentine's Day, um, Sam, Sam, because I think girls like you were saying. See, I think it follows a, a sex line, so to speak. Yeah, but uh, I, she made me one, and okay. it was so cool. I feel like that's different too. Yes, if it's something that's handmade. That definitely, I feel, I feel like uh, carries more weight and should have more meaning to it. But uh, just cards that you buy at the store, and it's not even like, oh, those aren't my words. I understand the thought of, even though I didn't write, you know, I love you so much and you're my everything. I know I didn't write that, but maybe it can express what I'm thinking or feeling. But I just, yeah, because some I, people just underline like emphasis yeah, on right? something. And I, I don't know, and I, I, I personally just feel like for the and and cards, you know, they're not fucking back in the day. I guess they weren't super expensive, but fucking like cards are five to seven dollars depending on how fancy you get them now. And I just feel like like spend your money on something, anything else. You know what I would much rather have for five dollars? Like give me a meal at McDonald's and bring that to me and be like, I got you this instead of a card, and I'll say thank you. I can use this. I can turn this food into energy when I consume it. As opposed to I won't sit this bag of food on my dresser for a year and then find it and say, oh, this my McDonald's from a year ago. Yeah. And I like because this this card that Sam made like this she, is cool already. I can tell because it's different. It's not just a folded over piece of cardboard. She like laminated it. And yeah. She put, like it's it's bound. It's how the guy through. It's like a three ring binder style. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Sam. But like a small version of it. But and so and, and what me and her ended up doing, she surprised me with, um, you know, going to the Orlando archery and getting some lessons like shooting a bow and arrow. And she made made it uh, like Game of Thrones themed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the second page said something about winter is coming, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nerd. But it's but so thoughtful. Goddamn. If that was what I was into, I would have a fucking giant boner for this right now. Yeah, I could never do anything like this. That, I'm not crafty. Okay, no, that that's not that's not some card you bought at the fucking drugstore. That, that's what I'm referring to. So what are your thoughts on that, guys, girls? Guys, I'm guessing you don't give a shit about them. And no offense to girls, because I know you guys usually get us that stuff. But I'm just saying probably... Probably, I feel like I speak for most guys out there. Girls, you don't have to get us cards anymore. Waste just, of time. Thank you. Just, you know, you just tell us you love us. You don't even have to get all sappy and crazy like in the cards. Just say you love us and fucking give us steak and a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One or the other, whatever it is. And we're fucking happy with that. We will never complain. Yeah. And so with. And uh, also, do we have to give you cards? Can we get out of that? I didn't get. I didn't give my girlfriend a card, uh, and I didn't give my girl a card either. She gave me one, and then I felt bad, even though we did all this other shit. We had this amazing night of stuff, and then I didn't get her a card, and I was like, "You beat you beat yourself up a little bit." But. I kind of was like, "Damn it, is she upset? I didn't get her a card. I don't think she is, but I was like, damn, you know.' But also, I'm not going to feel too bad because I spent that five dollars on a card on a drink instead. Yeah, and, and you enjoyed that. This so. uh, this man made card that Sam had done, woman for me. made card, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> And uh, she, uh, that was her way of saying that we're going to go to this place and get some lessons. And let me tell you, bro, I killed it. 
I killed I it. I saw. I saw your. Yeah, you. <laughs> when you were like, I killed it. I was gonna ask you whose target was whose, but you said I killed it, and I was like, okay, that's yours and that's Sam's. Dude, <laughs> I, I was getting them on the paper or like inside. You the were little in, target. Every shot was in the target. Yeah, Sam's were were somewhere on point, somewhere in the circle, and somewhere. It's. I feel like she started out high and then worked it down. Is that what happened? Kind of. Were her yeah. first shots those ones way off the target up high? Yeah. I feel like she just had to rein it in. She didn't know where it was going. And that was one of our middle rounds because you go a, a few middle rounds. Earth. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you do a few rounds so like that was one of our ones in the middle so i mean we did get a little bit better after that absolutely a little bit of practice and you yeah start learning what you're doing but when they teach you like how to go through like um like technically how to shoot an arrow yeah you, it like they get in your head or you kind of start overthinking because they like tell you like this is really important and you got to really do this and at some point i was like i started to get comfortable and i was like i'm just gonna do it how i would yeah, do it uh, thank you and then i nailed i was fucking nailing you? it there you go yeah it's like find your own uh, yeah i i think it's funny they're getting all technical and telling you what to do you wanted to be like fucking a thousand years ago motherfuckers were doing this with a stick and a fucking piece of sinew out of a buffalo's fucking ankle and they were fucking taking down lions you yeah, know what I mean? on like, the back of a horse right so. and guess what <laughs> they didn't have a professional place come tell them how to do it they just fucking figured it out <laughs> yeah exactly i don't even like whoever made the first bow and arrow like is a genius to even figure right? out like that that like <laughs> torque and everything the and fire that. wheel bow and arrow you pounds guys, of pressure top of the yeah right well so that was your first time shooting a bow and arrow the very first that yeah. shit's fun i used to have a bow when i was a kid uh funny story i'll tell you that in a second but um where did you guys go Somewhere, to do this somewhere in the heart of orlando more but it was like you you couldn't even tell that it was like an archery was spot it outside from, it was like a it was i mean it was like a gym like a where like okay a warehouse. Yeah, it's like a big industrial yeah that's how it's big enough to shoot arrows in yeah yeah not, cool. nice and long and then if you wanted to they can like put put out like a raccoon or like a fake one <laughs> <laughs> a it's fake. fine it was previously killed guys <laughs> yeah. it was shot by the guys before us <laughs> it comes with the flies <laughs> around it and all <laughs> yeah. no animals were harmed by john hannon and sam yeah the people before them i i was sold on the whole whole experience i'm gonna go back and uh like because if you do like 10 lessons you get to they'll give you a free bow no shit yeah so really? i so we're gonna pay for the lessons and then end up with a bow each for me and my girl were you guys using a compound bow or a recurve bow recurve you, oh yeah the yeah, big recurve. tall long ones yeah i've never actually i've held those but i've never shot one of those the only ones i've shot are those compound ones with the wheels on top they've got like all the strings they're called compound because it looks like doesn't look like a bow and arrow really it looks like some piece of construction equipment it's like or something. intimidating it has yeah. like fucking six strings going down the back of it and there's like wheels at the top and when you pull the strings back the wheels spin like that's your tension and shit but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i wanted um us to like do something like that for the patreon that would and be I, fun we talked about axe throwing yeah that's probably what we're gonna end well, up we doing do both or whatever eventually i'm down i'm down that should look like i remember shooting as a kid um i i alluded to a funny story when i was 10 or 12 years i wasn't 10 i think i think it was Fuck, no, I might have been 10 because I still lived in St. Louis. I was 10 or under, and I don't even remember. I think I watched Robin Hood or something, and I was like, I fucking fell in love with like archery. I saw them shooting, and I was like, this looks like the coolest thing I've ever fucking seen, right? Like, I want to be Robin Hood. I want to shoot an arrow, hit another arrow, split it in half, and then hit the bullseye. You know what I mean? Like, I <laughs> yeah. want to do that, right? Yeah. I want to shoot like flaming arrows out of the sky and shit, right? Dude, the first thing I wanted to do when I left was like look around here. Like I want to like be oh, on you start this. taking out these cats, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking strays, stray cat studios, one at a time. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I because I would ha- like I don't know. I'm just I'm a type of person where if you have a skill, I want to apply it to like real life. Like yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to just hit targets all day. No, that shit gets old. Right? I want to hit a rabbit, skin it eat it like and yeah and, i want like, fucking there's enough bums downtown let's go make this happen <laughs> but <laughs> when i was like 10 years old give or take uh i saw that movie and uh and i fell in love with archery 
And I just like, I don't know, but like I was still had a heart on for it come Christmas. And I told my mom, like, the only thing I want is a bow and arrow. I fucking want a bow and arrow. I want a bow. I want a bow. I want a bow. Look, you see that cat right there? Yep. Boom. That, that would be mine. Dude, I would I would take that thing out from up here, bro. Oh, easy, dude. Oh, bro. Any side profile so you have the whole body to hit? Bro, the arrow would fucking go right through that Or thing. at least scare him. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and, and so I kept hounding my mom that I wanted a bow and arrow. So for Christmas that year, as a 10-year-old boy, she buys me a compound bow. With like 70 pounds of fucking recoil on it, which is pretty, pretty strong. Like I had to, it, I couldn't even pull it back on Christmas morning. Like I couldn't pull the string back. Was it was, just, it was that strong. Yeah. That's one of those. You have to like work out a little bit yeah, just to be able to use right, it. I had to practice and practice just to be able to pull it back. And yeah, but anyway, I woke up to a fancy ass compound bow under the tree. Thank you, Santa Claus. And uh, my mom caved and got a 10 year old child. A fucking bow and arrow, like a badass hunting bow and arrow. And I lived in an apartment complex, John. So what does a 10-year-old boy with a bow and arrow do when he has no woods or hunting to go do? He shoots it around the fucking apartment complex. I'm like <laughs> making targets. And and then one day, uh, we, I was bored. And uh, my friend, we used to have this big field in between our apartments. Like imagine where we sit here. This is one apartment building and that's the other apartment building. But it's even further back. So there's giant green field in between the buildings. And I'm out there just kind of like walking around with my bow and arrow, I'm sure looking menacing to all the fucking parents <laughs> in that goddamn neighborhood. And my, my other little friend comes out and he got a BB gun for Christmas. So he's across the way and I just kind of saw him from afar and didn't pay him any mind. And the next thing I know, I hear like, zing, zing, he's taking shots zing. at you. He's shooting at me from across the field with a stupid little BB gun. So I, without thinking as a 10 year old child with no forethought on, uh, on what could, what could come of this fucking grab an arrow knock it up, pull the fucking, pull it back, point it at this motherfucker. I mean, he's a long way away, mind you. So I didn't really think I was going to hit him, what did you say, but like I shot it like in 50, his area. Like 50, 60 yards? Yeah, probably 50, probably 50 yards, give or take. Okay. I just fucking pull that shit back and let it go. Dude, I am not shooting you when I tell you this fucking arrow flies across the fucking field, hits the kid right dead in the chest if he if he was a bullseye if he was a target and his chest was the bullseye 10 fucking points did, did, did it go in him dude i will tell you i am saved from a from a child murder charge <laughs> because he was wearing a thick jacket because it was st louis and it was winter time so it was thick jacket he's wearing a thick jacket with button snap metal button snaps it hit the fucking metal snap wow right on his sternum like as you're snapping up an old school jacket like parka style, the snap right there on your sternum between your tits, it fucking hit that. I didn't believe him when I, I just saw it hit him and I ran over to him like, oh my God, I just killed my fucking friend. I run over to him. He's like freaking the fuck out. The arrow's on the ground. I'm like, oh my God, I know I hit you. Where'd I hit you? He shows me there's a dent on the metal fucking snap. Man. See, and that's why I you never don't pointed give, it at a person again. You don't give kids <laughs> weapons I, like that. I don't know if you knew that story, Mom, but you still won't know it because you don't listen to my show. Thanks for supporting. At <laughs> least at least you didn't shoot your eye out. Yeah, no, I yeah. almost shot his eye out. Yeah. He but <laughs> in my defense, he tried to shoot my eye out and and I didn't and I didn't think. I just reacted and uh yeah, don't just goes to show don't shoot at anything at anyone else holding something they can shoot you with. Yeah. Neither yeah. one of us should have been shooting at each other. I'm uh, I'm ready to do like the axe throwing and stuff for the for the Patreon show and you Absolutely. Know, which um I know we have uh, really dedicated listeners, you know, we have a, a really good core group and if you're not in the Patreon, I encourage you to do it. There's uh four shows out. 
There's four shows four already. Up. The last one was good. The next one's going to be good. The other ones were shit. No, just kidding. <laughs> but, but yeah, we've got some good ones planned. Yes, yeah, exactly. So if you when you sign up, you know, you, there's a lot to look forward to. And then the, you can go back and listen to some of the other ones. And uh, yeah, I, I really um, want you guys to get in there and join in on a little bit of extra content and e- extra fun. And um, and we'll have some, we actually have another one of those in the can. And you Patreon subscribers will be getting that when John gets back from vacation. Yeah, I was going to say our schedule is going to be a little wonky for the next week or so yeah. um, I'm going to be going to Vegas I, I can finally say that now because it was supposed to be a surprise for my mom yeah. for her birthday yeah um, who so, also doesn't listen it's fine yeah I don't <laughs> think so <laughs> maybe anyway. maybe not exactly we never know <laughs> yeah so I know um, you know I, I was trying to like, keep it under wraps up until now so and by the time this comes out, I'm going to be already in Vegas, so I uh, I don't care anymore. Uh, it's a, it's drunk at fuel. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to be staying there for about a week, so I um yeah the the schedule is going to be a little weird. The Patreon shows we're probably going to try to just do an extra one next month. <laughs> Uh, you know, so stay tuned for that. And then uh, just, you know, if you're subscribed, you'll just get updated as these episodes drop. If you enjoy it and you're a subscriber and you want us to, we will uh, come hang out with you and do a show with you if you want. Yeah, yeah. Just tease it. Kelly, we'll see you soon. So I know Listen for that one. So I know you um you went to the Blue Man Group. Yes. For, for your Valentine's yep. Day sort after, of thing. After we recorded our last show, as I mentioned, uh, I had uh, tickets to go to the Blue Man Group. That was kind of our Valentine's Day celebration. And uh, I went, and it was good. It was blue. I, I, <laughs> That's, there's my review. I, I've heard really good things about their show. Like, and I don't know, is it always the same? Uh, the same blue guys? Okay. See, all right. There's so many questions I have. I feel like they change them out. I feel like they are interchangeable because they have no discernible features. They and and also, you know, there was many questions from Adriana to me, like, um, oh, are they just wearing paint? And I was like, no, because if you look at them enough, it is paint. There's like paint involved, blue paint all over them, but they have like prosthetic. Like, I feel like they're wearing bald caps. I feel like they're not, they're probably not all bald. They probably have hair and shit. You just don't know it. I believe that. But they're, they're wearing bald caps and there's a lot of going on like with their costuming or their suits underneath their, their clothing. But I feel like, yeah, they're definitely wearing some type of head covering um, and they do paint themselves up all blue. And aside from their eyes, that's the only thing you can really discern anyone from. They all look alike, aside from heights and weights. That's why, because, I mean, they've been around for a while. And they've done this for a long time, and they do it, I feel like there's a Blue Man show here in Orlando, there's probably one in New York right now, is there not one in Vegas most most of the time? See, I think so, Okay, that's what I'm saying. So I feel like Mm. it's different Blue Men in different areas, and who's to say, okay, the Blue Men, like, there's usually three of them in a show, but who's to say there's not a fourth one that, you know, in the back, and they're switching guys out? You know, in between sh- sets, there's no and way I don't knowing. know it exactly. Yeah, because one of my questions to you was going to be like, "Oh, does their music still hold up to what they were doing back then?" But like, I don't think there's anything to hold up because I think that they're just changing through them. Or, well, I will say this, um, and, and as I was watching it, I was wondering, like, um, you know, like how often do they change this show? I know it's not a different show every time, obviously, but every month, every six months, every year, like, and and I could tell. Some things were kind of newer because of the theme of them. Like one of the things they, I mean, obviously, if you've never seen the Blue Men, they're, you know, they come out and they're kind of known. They started with their like inventive pipes. They take all these long PVC pipes and fucking almost make like a pipe organ out of them, but they play them like percussion. So they play them like drums and they get different, different based on the lengths and widths of the pipes. They make different higher and lower tones. So they're out there like percussioning on these, all these pipes. And that's where they got their start. But since then, they've spread into all kind of music, and they have a house band, 
of well, like a I bassist, know, two drummers, and a keyboard guy up there too. And they're like slinging paint around and shit yeah, too, yeah. right? Well, yeah, they're putting like paint on there. They they, could, they play some straight up drums too, like some bongo style, like djembe's and tempe's and temp, temp, tempanies and stuff like that. And they, what I noticed was how, I couldn't figure out on some of them how they were getting the paint onto the drums. But then I noticed in their suit, if you look, because they wear like all black, like turtleneck, long sleeve, long pants, like they just black got shoes, out of like a bank heist. All you can see is their hands and their heads. And uh, I looked, and on their back was like a little hump, right where their shirt meets their neck. There's like a little hump right there. And I was like, is that part of their prosthetics? Like, what is that? Because, dude, they come out there in the audience, like they're walking around the whole crowd. At one point, the guy was walking on the seat backs. He oh, literally shit. was just coming out, and he's like walking row to row on the seat backs, so, looking down at us. So they're interactive. So interactive, bro. It's, dude, it's a great time. I highly Are you recommend sure going. they're not robots? I, I don't with, think so. With that shit on their back? They well, could be. I found out what the shit on their back was. They also have a small hole in their chest, right where I hit that kid with an arrow. <laughs> right there on their sternum is a small hole in their shirt that you, again, can't really see because it's all black. But that pumps out paint out of that hole. So as they're standing over their drums, they don't need their hands. They can either, it's either controlled backstage or they're maybe controlling it with their feet. And it's pouring paint out of the hole on their chest onto the drum head. So as they're hitting the drum and it's all in black light, it's like neon yellow and neon orange and neon red paint. As they hit the drum head, it splashes up. Dude, I will say this. Love the show. As I just said, highly recommend it. Take your kids. Take, you know, take your kids. Take your wife. Don't hide them. Take them. Take your, take your family, take your friends. It's a great time. Uh, it's not so much like a great date, but, uh, it, it's a fucking entertaining, fun hour and a half, two hours. Totally worth it. Um, but I will say that, uh, damn, I forgot where I was going with that. But, um, I mean, it sounds like it's one of those things where, like, if you go under the right conditions, you could trip out. Thank you. That's where, that's exactly where I was going. Oh, really? Yeah. The only thing I am upset with myself for is I had the opportunity to eat mushrooms and go watch them, and I didn't. If you have the opportunity, don't pass it up. Yeah. Because now I want to go back with those shrooms <laughs> that I have and fucking experience that. Is it affordable, too? Well, I hear, I didn't pay this, but uh, I hear the tickets are like $80 a ticket, which mm-hmm. is a bit pricey. Mm-hmm. I got a much better deal than that. I feel like if you if you hunt around, you can find deals. I just happened to have a friend that was ticket brokering that, and he was doing a special, and I got in on that special, which is why I jumped on it. But I would feel like for 40 bucks. Fifty bucks. I'd probably pay fifty bucks to see it. Maybe. I mean, it, it's. I mean, I've seen worse. Like uh, Rage Against the Machine is is uh, going. Thank out you on for tour. bringing that up too. I wanted to talk about this. They're, they're, we didn't talk about a pre-show. Yeah, they're going on tour uh, here soon, and I th- their prices is are that true? Ridiculous. Two three hundred dollar tickets. I'm hearing. Dude, like one like one ninety. I think <laughs> just for like the shitty section. Really. All the way in the back, and then three hundred and something for a little bit better, and then see that's discouraging on two levels for me. One. Because it's Rage Against a Machine, and that goes against everything they've ever raged, every machine they've ever raged against, they're now corporate goddamn fucking shills for, and they're doing exactly what they've been against their whole career. And secondly, because, as you may or may not know, that is probably hands down my favorite band of all time, and when that was announced, when it was announced that they were going to go on tour, possibly with Wu-Tang, I was, I was like, holy shit, jaw on the floor, I gotta go. Then I read all their, all their dates were out west, and I was like, well, fuck, that shit's it out for me. Yeah, I, I, but then it, they expanded it, and then they and that's when they added Run the Jewels. When they added Run the Jewels and they expanded the shows, and now they're bringing them East Coast. But as it stands right now, the closest they're coming to Florida is Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, so I saw that, and well, and that was another add-on when they added Run the Jewels, who was one of my favorite hip hop groups of all time. 
I was like, oh my God, I, I have to go to Raleigh. I'll find a hotel. I'll start socking away money now. I don't care what I have to do. But if the ticket's 300 bucks, bro, and I got to go to Raleigh to see it, yeah, and I, I, hate and to, I, I hate to let that slip away because as a guy who's been a fan of them for 20 years, I may never have that opportunity again. It, it, they didn't make it a, like a secret at all. They said like, oh yeah, we're targeting the one percenters and we're going to try and get their money. Uh, you Is that know, what they said? I think so. Man. I, it, it seemed like the okay, lead I, singer or, or Morello, one of them. I get that. I, I get your point that they're trying to make there, but it's like, fuck that, man. Like, you haven't toured in 20 years. Let the 99 percenters that want to see you come out and fucking enjoy you, dude. Right? Uh, especially uh, the especially, ones that share your viewpoints. You've been gone for so long, and then you come back, and nobody can, you know, uh, yeah. get, get away to find to see you. Only I, elitists can see you. And I know, like, uh, there's been a thing, like, started online where it's, like, Rage Against, Rage Against the Machine. Oh, don't tell me that. And they're trying to, uh, you yeah, know, like... I mean, if it'll make them lower ticket sales, I'll let, where do I sign? You know what I mean? Because, fuck, dude, I, I, yeah, I am desperate to go to that show. And if, honestly, I'm going to be honest, if I don't, I will be very upset with myself and with Rage Against the Machine because yeah. this could be my last opportunity. Okay, well let's um let's go to break. We'll go to maybe something Blue Man Groupie. Or do they do like known songs? I don't know if there's I don't a- think so, but we could probably find something. You, you could hear some uh, kick ass percussion from these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was we- another question I had. If you guys have ever seen them, I will say this quickly, and I m- mentioned this to Adriana the night of. I feel like. We talked about how many of them are there. Is there tours? Is there groups all around the world and country? You know, whatever the deal is. Yeah. If that is the case, and when you audition for them, I feel like you have to have a weird, wide skill set. First and foremost, the, you probably have to like audition percussion-wise. You have to prove you can play drums. You know what I mean? You have to have rhythm, and you have to be able to play drums. You know, I mean, it's yeah. Not, and I know you, you can't be like like obese. You know, that's you the thing. Like one obese you blue man. Fit, you have to fit. Yeah, you have to fit like a certain body size type. You have to have percussion skills, and you also have to have like a, a it's weird, the skill set, a personality with no words. Yeah. There's no speaking at all. They convey everything through their hands and eyes and facial expressions. It's hard to do. And I feel like we talked to Jack O'Halloran recently, and he talked about his role as Non in Superman 2 and how he really enjoyed that because he had to completely emote with his face all of his characteristics and lines, and there was not a single line there. I feel like it's the same for the Blue Man group, and I feel like that audition process is really narrow and also very odd. It's a tough way to sell yourself when you don't, like have show everybody your talents, but you can't like just come out and say it, or you can't like yeah, you have to emote more. Yeah. You have to be it's animated. all in your eyes. Yeah. yeah, you have to like sell things with your eyes. You have and, to be and super be, animated. How do you be funny and sad and charming all with no words? Yeah, That's weird. I don't know. That's let's, weird. Um, yeah, so let's go to a break. Um, we're gonna play something from the Blue Man Group and play then when some we, percussion. When we come back, we'll do uh, pizzas picks and did you hear? Here we go.
All right, welcome back to Funny to Informing, episode 127. I'm John, that's Chris Pizza of Heisenberg Coleman. That's me. And uh, we are here in rainy Orlando, Florida. It's uh, The intro says sunny, but not today. <laughs> not today. No. But it, it, you know what? It's sunny every day, and then it's like this for about an hour or two. So yeah. it, depending on what time you ask us, that makes it sense. could be sunny. So <laughs> don't hate on me. Yeah, the song was uh, it was the Blue Man Group, which I was surprised they had like a studio album. Yeah, we couldn't find anything but live performance stuff at first, and it sounded terrible. And then I just kept scrolling, and I was like, holy shit, John, they have an album. And then I opened it up, and each song had its own track. And they were all like studio recorded. Yeah, what was that one? That was Piano Smasher. P- yeah, Piano Smasher. I think it was. Called. It was good. I like it. It, it was mean, good. It it really accents the drums, you know, or, or it shows yes. how hard they work at it. Hey, that's what they do, man. Percussionists yeah. <laughs> at so, heart. And I know we have uh, the pizzas, picks, and digi hears, but before that, yeah, you pulled scratchers out of your pocket, scratch yeah. off tickets. I will. Okay, I will. I I was inspired by another local podcast run by a couple friends of ours. Uh, shout out to Cup of Jokes and our buddies uh, Joe and Jake over there. Um, they are lo- a couple local comedians that started up their own show. Uh, they do. They're really funny, man. They do like a lot of prank calls and stuff. Stuff that I like. Wish we we did more of because. I, I really missed doing prank calls as a child. Yeah, we had Joe on forever yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, back at the pod apartment or whatever when I lived there back in Orlando. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we had Joe on and uh, he t- I think he talked about his scratchers there. He's done scratchers on his show, so this is nothing new. But um, I well, felt- some people have some really like good success with yeah. the, with these scratch off tickets. Well, let me say, I never buy these fucking things. I was at the store and I just saw some of these, and I was like, I don't know why. I was just feeling like, man, let me just. I, sometimes I get like this. I go, let me let me get a couple of these fucking things and just see how it goes. And I feel like the people that hit these things big are not the me's of the world. Uh, they're not the ones that are just like, uh, let me just get one or let me get one. Like in my case, I bought three different types of tickets. And I bought one of each, which everyone will tell you, don't you do you want to buy a handful of them or whatever? Yeah, well, and a some, couple of some each people kind. go into the point where they will ask like the gas station clerk, what's what, the number? Yeah, well, like what number is it on its reel? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they can try to tell from what number it's on the reel whether or not they want that ticket. Absolutely. Well, I knew that was an old school thing, so I didn't ask them. But once I got the tickets, I did look at them and all my tickets are low as fuck, like brand new rolls, like uh, 45 is one ticket. The other one's 37. One of them one's 14. So it's real. So all these are really low numbers because it starts at zero and goes to like 500 or yeah, 100 but, but or whatever it's like, it is. It's just enough into the real where it you might be good. S- yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah. I was like, I like these kind of low numbers. Like maybe this will suit me. So I got a couple of them. I got a couple. I got a $2, a $3 and a $5. So I threw $10 in the garbage and uh, let's just see how it goes. Like, like I said, those guys over there like to do scratchers. Um, so they inspired me and uh, recently they put, I will say this, go check them out. Cup of Jokes. I think it's, is it Cup of Jokes podcast? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's it. Is yeah. It, yeah. Well, on on their Instagram, I think it's Cup of Jokes also, just Cup of Jokes, Cup of Jokes. Um, it, their Instagram's hilarious. They do a lot of videos. They recently did this whole video. It's like a two, three minute long video and it's a couple of guys going into their truck and they sit down in the truck and they sit there and like the camera's on the dashboard looking at their faces and they say... Uh, uh, we apologize for the rain here, guys. I'm sure you're hearing that. Yeah, I don't know what it's, the rain is it's sounding like. It's crazy right now. But uh, but yeah, they sit down in the truck, and the one guy's like, thanks for joining me, man. I usually do this all by myself. And the other, you know, Joe from the show's like, oh, you, no problem. I usually do it by myself, too. But, you know, better with a friend. Let's get, let's, you want to you do this? And the guy's like, yeah, let's do this. All right, take them out. And they, like, lean, they, they reach into their pocket. You can't tell they're reaching in their pocket, though, because all you can see is, like, their chest. So they reach down. Pull the scratchers out of their pocket. They have the scratchers on their lap, and they're scratch, 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 scratch. Well, the motion while they're scratching, 
Oh, from looking in the window. Looks like and they're a, in a parking lot when right? it's in the midsection. Yes, and they're yeah, they're like on their laps, scratching feverishly on these scratchers, <laughs> and all you can see is their their arms moving feverishly, right? And then, some serious bro and time. Some people walk up and they're like, "Oh my god, what are they doing? Call the cops!" And it's just, it's just really funny, you know. It's like playing up on the whole. It looks like they're jerking off in the truck together. But they're totally not. They're just doing scratchers. And they jump out and they're like, it's just scratchers. It's just scratchers. We're not jerking each other off. It's cool. We're not weirdos. We're just wasting our money. Yeah, play. Uh, so, what's, so what's the scratcher game? Which one is uh, it? The, we'll start with a $2 one. I feel like we'll ramp it up. I'm not playing the $3 because it takes way too fucking long. It's too many scratchings. But uh, the $2 one, I like this one because I feel like it's new. It's called 2020 Big Riches. Oh, yeah. It's brand new. 2020. Simple enough. Let's do this. And then the, I went crazy on a $5. It's called Cash Money. And you know why I got that one? Because I was at that bar last night and they were playing Cash Money Records. And I was Ooh. like, let's fucking, maybe it's an omen. It's a sign, yeah. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So yeah. I'm going to start scratching and John's going to keep it going. Yeah, I uh, I don't really have too much luck with scratchers, so I don't uh, indulge in them too too much. But with, with my frequency of going to Vegas more and more, you know, I, it might be something I start dabbling in. Because I know there's like little tricks and intuitions that people have and things to know before getting into it and i feel like yeah you're right you mentioned vegas is great timing for this it's topical because you're about to go really gamble so let's do some cheap florida gambling here yeah and on my first one it's it's really simple it's uh it's the ones where you just you scratch it off and they give you quote your numbers and then you have to you have five chances on each number to match the number i, I, and I win like, the prize shown i like the easier ones like that to you know i do too but i feel like the thing with these is they go it's like so quick sometimes it's just like boom okay i scratch them all nothing throw it away i like the more involved ones sometimes because at least i'm getting <laughs> some 10 minutes out of my day wasted on this yeah, thing, you yeah, know, out right? of my money spent. You're not like entirely filled with regret. But I do like these numbers. Uh, 14 and 13 are my lucky numbers. And it was just Valentine's Day, so that's fitting. Yeah, and having so, having numbers back-to-back is good because usually it? it's the one that's like right next to the, your lucky number. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So Every time two, it's your number and it's 14, I always get 12 or 15 or 13. So maybe I, let's see how this goes. I'm yeah, going to go ahead. Do it. I uh, Yeah, that first segment, was, we got to a lot in the first one between, you know, you seeing the Blue Man group. Can you hear me scratching? I don't scratch. Yeah, between you seeing the Blue Man group, me going to shoot bows and arrows, hanging out with the kitchen killers, going on a pub crawl, um, you know, me going on vacation soon. We we got to a lot in that first segment, and I know uh, with the pizzas picks coming up, there's there's really not much of a secret to this pizza pick. But uh, and then after that, we'll uh, we'll do the digi here's, which we have a number of. But uh, so, are you winning? <sighs> Fuck no. See, that's why I don't do these, bro. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> 14 and 13. My numbers are 17, 19, 18, 20, 9, 2, 10, 4, 15, and 11. That's bullshit. Go fuck yourself. But there's a bonus box. It says if I get a... Oh, if I get the number 2020 in my bonus box, I win the prize shown. So yeah, we'll that's not, not going to happen. Let me scratch so the bonus. It doesn't matter. And just keep it away from your midsection. See, yeah, see that you. Look I won the weird. bonus. This looks weird. I won the bonus, John. Did you? I really? got twenty twenty in the bonus box. So, so what happens? You just win whatever it says. So now I'm going to scratch what it says. Ooh, I know. Here we go. Keep in mind, it's a two dollar ticket. It'll probably be two dollars. It's going to be your money back. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. So I don't think that that's going to work. <laughs> I won my money back, guys. I broke even. Yay! So guess what? I'm smart enough to not parlay that into another stupid fucking ticket. I'm just going to take my fucking money when I go redeem this and fucking. Break even, because fuck that, I never win, so I'm going to get my money back. Buy a big gulp with that one. Nope, I'm fucking keeping my money. <laughs> All right, now here's the big boy, the $5 one. I never go hard on these. $5 is like the most I ever spend on a fucking scratch-off. That ticket's triple the size of the other one. Well, it, you can win. Uh, you, it's the same deal. It has uh, the... Th- uh, oh, wait, no, it has... 
Yeah, three or four lucky numbers, and then I have four chances on each number to win. So it says you can win up to 15 times. And I have seen those, you know, where like every number is a winning number. Have you ever seen one of those tickets? Where you're, it'll be like your numbers are 20 and 37, and then every number is 20 and 37. I, I haven't gotten it for myself, but uh, buddies of mine yeah, have won. Yeah, I never know. Like a whole ticket, like, and then it'll add up to like 600 bucks. Yeah, yeah, but, but still, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it'll oh, be yeah. 50, 20, 50, 70, 20. Yeah, it's like, holy shit, dude, you're just adding all that up. It's great. So let's see what my luckies are here. Yeah, I'd, uh, and that ticket looks a lot cooler than the other one. I mean, the simpler the game, the simpler, I guess, the... Uh, the the look and the dynamic of the of the ticket, but hey, it's Cash Money Records, man, a lawless game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a quote. All right, I like these. Okay, I will say I do like this first lucky number because it's the luckiest number, seven. Well, that's what you said about the last ticket with fourteen. <laughs> well, well, fuck fourteen you. is double seven. <laughs> okay, well, seven, thirteen, lucky thirteen. Okay, we're back with thirteen, thirty-two, and twelve. All right, so, so let's, let's see. see what if I can get some winners here. I feel like something's got to pay out there. I mean, especially when you put five or ten dollars into a ticket, like you got to at least at least win two bucks or something. Like just some of your money. Win my money back on that last one, right? I mean, maybe not all of your money back if you're spending five or ten bucks on the ticket, but at least something. Like even if it's a dollar. Like well, no, that's the thing. I feel like on on tickets, the least you ever win back is your money back. They don't ever give it. They won't give you a dollar on a five dollar ticket. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think I, I. I'm not sure of that. But now that in in thinking back on all the scratchers I've done and seen, I feel like the least amount you ever get is the money spent. So the least I could get on this is five dollars. Oh, okay. I didn't I think. Even know. Don't that. hold me to that. If I'm wrong, correct us. Yeah, because I mean, just for me, like if I was creating these reels or if I was the one in charge of making these tickets, I would construct it to where everybody at least wins a dollar. So that maybe they are keep them coming back. They're enticed to come back. They'll be like, "Oh, well, I won a dollar, but you know, at least I didn't win nothing." Because once you win nothing, you're disheartened from ever going. And then I don't buy them again for a year. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, "Fuck it," and then I just have a little money burning a hole in my pocket. I'm like, "Fuck it, let's gamble." Yeah, but if you have four or five tickets all with a dollar on them, you know, and then you can go and cash them in for one more ticket to try and keep pressing your luck. I uh, I was watching a documentary of these like game shows where people like legitimately cheating were, were cheat like, but it was legitimate. It was like um. So oh, they were. I I think I saw that the guy figured out the rhythm to the pressure luck game. Oh, like yeah, the, yeah. He, he found the he like did the like the coding or whatever and figured out what the algorithm was and was fucking beating the shit out of that game. But you're allowed to. I I feel like. And then with um, uh, it was the same thing with um uh the Price is Right. Somebody was getting it. Every, so you watch that? I watch that too. Yeah, every, everything this guy said on the on the dollar, even to his grand showcase at the end, because he just was winning throughout. He's like twenty three thousand seven hundred and forty three, and they're like, by God, it's two twenty three thousand seven hundred and forty three. That guy was amazing. He had uh, a cheat sheet. He had went home and made up a cheat sheet on his computer of what all these prizes were and how much they were worth. Because he would see the same prizes over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And that guy went all out, bro. But that's not to be confused with the like the illegitimate you know people that try to cheat like the who wants to be a millionaire the guy who was coughing yes. in the background yeah, 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 yeah. that's cheating you can't do but that i like the ones that were like playing the system on its own ear that, yeah, that, yeah, I, yeah, that yeah. I like it, it is something it, drew carey was mad as fuck at that guy too drew carey was a fucking dick about that guy like, yeah he seemed and sad drew carey drew carey was so mad he wasn't sad he was pissed off dude he was like and nobody I don't understand why he was so mad like this is not your fucking money or your prizes dude like be happy somebody fucking win ever again will you see somebody win it like that guy won it yeah because he sounded so disheartened 
important. He was like, we haven't had anybody get it right on the money since 1971. And I'm like, be happy. Be happy about it, bro. Yeah, bro. Come on. Like, this is none of your money. Be happy. The show you're hosting has a big fucking winner. It's going to bring ratings to your shit, right? Yeah. Drew Carey, I don't don't think anything makes that guy happy. He loses a bunch of weight. Fucking hates himself still. A millionaire. And he's he's still a tool bag. All right. So uh, it doesn't look like much more luck here, John Hannon. Crap. You didn't My numbers win. are 7, 13, 32, and 12. I scratch a 21, 1, 28, 31, 20, 33, 16, 8, 36, 3, and 24. That's a lot of numbers, and for not even, like, to not get one of those. That's what I'm saying. These have three bonus boxes, and same deal here. If I get a, uh, there's one for 50, one for 100, one for 500. If I scratch them and it has 50 under the 50, 100 under that one, and 500, and so on. If it has that underneath it, I win that. Amount. I mean, you've had luck in the bonuses so far. Maybe the bonus can help me. It, it might work out there. I mean, it's I, and then you have one more ticket, but I guess we'll just do that afterwards. Yeah, then, that dude, that's a monopoly ticket, and it's like I didn't look at it before I got it. It's like all these different color properties, like the houses, the red and green houses. Yeah, that and then lo- I have to like somehow match them up. It's a lot of scratching. That looks like a word jumble, or like right, you have to, like like a crossword puzzle. That's yeah. kind of what it looks like. I don't understand how. Or it like works. a Sudoku or something. Yeah, that that's a little more complicated. More like Sudoku. <laughs> well, because some some people when they play these lottery tickets, they literally don't even scratch anything. They they scratch off the barcode and then they'll hand and it they right back. They just run it in. Yeah, yep. did it win? Yeah, that's dude. Come on, that's no way to play. Like, how much of a fucking addict are you if that's how you're doing it? Yeah, well, that's like guys drinking fucking mouthwash to get drunk. You're not enjoying it. You're just fucking <laughs> feeding an itch. I personally do not believe in like uh you know the the gas station clerks could easily take the money. You know, like I, I've seen stories of it before where uh, somebody will have like a thousand dollar winner and then the person will cash and be like, no, you didn't win. You know what they did to offset that? No. You, have you have you never paid attention when people cash those in now? When they cash in a winner, it goes ka-ching. It makes a noise on the machine oh. because people were doing that at gas stations and taking those people's money. Yeah. You and just, people were finding out. And so the lottery commission changed all the machines. So now when you run them, it either goes eh-eh or ba-ding. And then you know if it goes ding and the guy goes, "Oh, sorry, a loser." You go, "Fuck you, buddy. Give me my money." Yeah, you're lying right, to me. Right? Yeah, you yeah. Call the cops. That, that that was a big scam for a while. So no bonus here, guys. No bonus here. Crap. That was anticlimactic. Yeah. The bonus was my bonus things that I scratched off. I was supposed to get either a fifty, a hundred, or a five hundred under the respective boxes. I thought it would be other amounts or something. I got a bell, <laughs> a horseshoe, and grapes. Oh man. I think it's like a fake slot. It's like hieroglyphics or something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's hieroglyphics to tell me you didn't get shit, bitch, <laughs> motherfucker. Well, I uh, so should we do the um, the pizzas picks? Yeah, we can do pizzas picks. This is a quick one. Um, honestly, I think I might, I think I did. This might have been one of the first ever pizzas picks, but it's topical for me again. So I wanted to throw it out there because I went the other night and had a very enjoyable time. Pizzas pick of the week, Wally's. Good choice. You, we haven't been since our meetup, have we, John? Back no, in August. No, our uh, yeah, our event w- was it went off swimmingly. It, it was did. amazing. It was a great event. Uh, we packed the place out with over thirty people. And it, it was to the point where people would walk into Wally's, see the crowd, and then walk out if they weren't a part yeah, of our group. We were running people out of that place, <laughs> which made me feel bad and they, good. But <laughs> it, but it always kind of sucked because it was like it's so dark inside of Wally's. And then it's it, if it's bright outside, people would come in and we all get like blinded. It's like, like a bats. cave. Yeah, it sucks leaving there once you've had a bunch and it's daytime and you walk out and you're like, oh, yeah. This, it's like it's like it's like that feeling of being up all night doing blow allegedly <laughs> or doing anything, being drunk, partying all night, and then you leave in the morning and it's like light outside. And you're like, what the fuck? Yes, it throws you off. Yeah, but they did, and I shared this in the group page a couple weeks back. Um, they just added 
on that big front wall right there facing Mills Avenue under there or on the front wall right by their front door, they added a giant picture window. So you can see in and out. And it's really cool. Actually um, get some like natural light. So now when you're day drinking, you can get a feel for the light coming in. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're not thrown off when you go outside and go, oh, I yeah. hate this. Well, even on the other side of the coin, like, uh, you know, because you can't smoke cigarettes inside of Wally's anymore. So I would go outside to smoke a cigarette during the event. Yeah. Walk back inside and I can't see anything for the yeah. next two minutes. Really? I'm blind. Yeah, dude, the first time we walked in there, remember when John and I went in to just hang out and check it out. We walked in and there was a guy at the bar that I knew. And I walked in and he goes, hey, buddy, what's up? And I. <laughs> and I couldn't see him because Ooh. I was blinded by the dark. Un- unlike that old song from Manford Man, blinded by the dark. <laughs> I-, I walked in and I couldn't see shit because of the light offset. You know that's an and original it- Bruce Springsteen song. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. Like he he performed it first or he wrote it. He wrote it and performed it. Really? First. It's just that that his- was a cover. His version is a little weirder, but Manford Man's is like really yeah much okay. better. Well, so anyway, we walk in that place and it's mega dark and it's so hella bright outside. So we walk in and and this guy goes, Coleman, what's up? And I knew he was talking to me, and I didn't want to be rude, and I couldn't see shit because <laughs> my fo- eyes were not adjusted. Follow the sound. He, well, I saw him. I could just see his silhouette, you know, like raise his arms and go, Coleman. And I go, hey, man, you. And I just like pointed at him. Buddy, how you doing? <laughs> and it wasn't until I walked up to him and go, holy shit, I know this guy. Yeah, and he did- was like, yeah, you didn't know it was me. And I go, honestly, I could not fucking see you, dude. It's way too dark. <laughs> did you do like the Hulk Hogan? What's up, brother? Brother. <laughs> <laughs> I was all sweaty and, and ripping my shirt at the time. It was fitting. But uh, but yeah, no, so Wally man it's a really good time after the blue man group um i i didn't get this in but uh surpri- i just last minute surprised adri with a trip to this place we've always had on our list to go check out it's a dessert only restaurant called better than sex have you heard of it uh no it's right around the corner from like hideaway and stuff it's over in that ivanhoe district area it's all desserts only desserts and and wine and beer that's kind of cool it, it really is dude like it's fucking high-end desserts it's and it's not like super expensive it's not honestly the the, the desserts there aren't any more than a nice dessert you'd get somewhere else but i feel like they're way better and the quantities are really good because that's all they do is desserts but yeah it's called better than sex and i got like um what did i get i got a a a chocolate stout and they rimmed the glass with fucking uh melted dark chocolate Ooh. Oh, it was fucking delicious, dude. The beer was great. The cho- After I finished the beer, I like licked the whole fucking glass like an animal. <laughs> and and Adri got uh, some kind of sweet wine with caramel all over it, all over the glass. They do like they do uh, they do a bunch of those. They do a bunch of wines and beers with those like chocolate infusings and things like that. Yeah, I don't I don't I really never have much of a sweet tooth, but if like if I go for desserts, I prefer something light. Like cuz sometimes like or, well at like your Denny's or your Perkins or whatever the fuck, like they give you a dessert and it's like it's 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 heavy. It's per- like don't fuck around with Perkins pie now. <laughs> Perkins pie. Perkins Perkins pie and prostitutes are top notch as Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But their pies are amazing. Call back, <laughs> call back, call back. But uh, yeah, but the yeah, Perkins is dope for their their pies are really amazing. But uh, I highly recommend if you like are on a if you're on a date and you want to take your woman somewhere and like uh, it it really I'll say it sets the mood because it's really it's dark as fuck in there. There's like only a candle on your table. It's so romantic. It was a really you, cool. Did you, were you feeding your girlfriend like strawberries? No, honestly, like, we didn't feed each other. Open we're, up, babe. No, we tried each other's uh, drinks, <laughs> and then I ate my half of the dessert. Cross the arms. Nope, not even that. Just sip it uh, together. You try mine, I try yours. That type of thing. Uh, we're too we're too old for that shit. But uh, but the the food was really good. And uh, where I was going with that was after we were done there, we hopped on some scooters. Ah. I, I convinced her. She was so happy with me for taking her to Blue Man. And fucking, and better than sex, that was a total surprise. She had no idea that was coming. She, uh, <laughs> coming. 
optical <laughs> word. But uh, she had no idea that was coming, so she was so happy with me that I didn't even have to like twist her arm to convince her to ride a scooter. She was kind of against it at first, but then when I told her about the seat ones, the wheels, and she saw it, she was like, okay, let's go. Literally, we were driving past Santiago's Bodega, right? And there was two sitting out there, and I go, babe, park, let's park, and then ride the scooters to Wally's, because it's only like five blocks around the corner. So we parked the car at a fucking lot and then just rode scooters over to Wally's just for just to ride them because that's how fun they are. Yeah, I I, I need to pr- I want to practice a little bit before the event. Well, and I think that was a thing for her too. She wanted to practice before our uh, uh, what is it fucking uh, funny to informing meetup part due electric scootaloo. Yeah, whose, whose line, line is, is it anyway? anyway? But uh, she wanted to practice with that coming up, so that was another reason that was easy to convince her. And I'll tell you, she's hooked. And when we went down to our bar hop last night, dude, we parked any other time. Three month, a month ago, three months ago, a year ago, every any and every time we go downtown, it we always park anywhere close enough. Everything within downtown is pretty much walking distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even if you got to park on the outskirts, it's still walking distance. You walk about ten minutes at most. We parked a little bit out of the way, more so than we kind of normally would. But any other time, we would have just happily walked to whatever bar we were going to. It was not far. But she was like, "Come on, babe, let's get a scooter." And then when we left, "Come on, babe, let's get a scooter." At one point, John, we were a block away from the car. I could see it, and she's like, "Come on, babe, let's ride scooters." And I'm like, "No, damn it, fuck these, okay? Let's just see? walk to the car." Tell- oh, she is hooked. She wants to good. ride scooters all the time, dude. So she rode the seated ones, and then last night good. at the bar hop, she was riding the stand up ones, and she loves both of them. She's hooked fully. I, I, I'm hoping that that's how you know the event on March first uh, turns out is our, our, when we do our electric scootaloo. Like it's going to be intimidating for some people at first, and I. I get that but you still got to come out have a good time i already said if you fall i'm falling with you that's right and it's- i've already fallen for everyone so <laughs> you can ask adri i w- i tried to save the video the reason i fell is because i was trying to be cocky on these uh ride along the sit down ones and i felt like oh i'm comfortable enough i can do this with one hand and i can i will say i can anytime do them with one hand i'm co- i'm confident enough but adri and i were zipping around in this empty parking lot and kind of like I was I was being aggressive and like she doesn't like it when you ride real close to her. She's like, oh, she freaks out. So I was kind of like coming in and dive bombing her. And I had one hand on the accelerator and my phone in my other hand because I'm being cocky and videoing it. And I fucking I almost hit her. So I overcompensate and I squeeze the shit out of the brake. Well, the only hand I had on a brake because of my hand being on my phone was the front brake. So when I squeeze the shit out of it. It hard stopped on that front wheel. You went up and over? Oh, I went over the handlebars, bro. <laughs> and my phone was like, whoosh, just flew out of my hands. And in the video, you saw the video. You can yeah. hear, it's like, you hear my phone like hit the ground and dro- and jostle around. Yeah. I, I'm you, so lucky I didn't fuck my phone up, dude. It, it looks like you did a little bit. No, no, no. It's got a scuff on the corner of my case, but that's it, bro. Are you sure? Yeah. Where did that crack come from? Oh, that's a little, that's just a little uh, crack on the glass screen, the screen protector I have. When I take that off, the screen's fine. Man, but that's been there forever. That, that cease. I was shit, really lucky not to fuck my phone up. Shit like that scares me. Like, I still don't have a phone case on my phone. <laughs> You're crazy. And I just recently got this yeah. one. I, you ugh. have no luck with those phones. You, you better have a fucking case on your phone before March 1st for Whose Lime Is It Anyway? Oh, man. Funny to informing meetup part due electric scooter. You ain't kidding. You yeah. better. It's a, but, come out March 1st, yep. 2 p.m. at Tangeray's. Yep. We're, we're going to have a ball, man. It's going to be so much fun. And, and I'm telling you, Adri was the most reluctant person about these fucking scooters, and now she's full hooked on them. You guys, we're going to have a great time. I already know it. It's yeah. really fun. I feel like it's going to be so fun riding as a pack. If on she things. can do it and we can do it, you can too. And then, hey, if we're feeling up to it, maybe when we're all done at the last stop that day, we'll just take a little extended ride over to Pizza's Pick this week, Wally's. Check them out too when you have time. Yeah. Yeah. It's been too long. Okay. So let's um let's do the Did You Hears. Uh, we'll play that overly long intro. Sorry, Sean. Happy birthday. 
music you live in the physical Digital download theme we reaching critical mass We give it our all, we love if you give us a little back We can't be too mad at you for clicking on that All right, did you hear? And this is where we get stuff from the news and uh, things that we found out from the past week and everything like that. Um, do you're, you're starting us off again, right? Yeah, I can kick us off, man. Yeah, do it, do it. Did you hear? It's thick, it's jet black, and it's creating health concerns. What? What? Is ah, <laughs> in case what? you didn't hear, what they're talking about is, and we'll share this video on the group so you can see it, is water oh. pouring out of faucets here locally. In Osceola like, County. Oh, oh! I was like, what is thick? Dude, what is, is black? Like, <laughs> thick, black. It's not just Taco Fall. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking water coming out of these faucets. Wow. That that that, that uh, anchor or whoever reported yeah, on yeah, that? Yeah, that's a local uh, Wesh 2. I he, don't know who the anchor is. He started is. off. We're going to clip that. He started off. That's, that's, a, such a great, that's such a great piece, right? I had to get that <laughs> yeah. in there. But uh, yeah, dude, right here in St. Cloud, this was just this past week. As we sit and record, this was the week of uh, Valentine's Day. Early in the week. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it says, uh, St. Cloud, Florida. Uh, the issue is so bad in St. Cloud, just south of Orlando and Osceola, that people took their complaints to City Hall Tuesday night. Officials said the dark color is caused by resin. We'll smoke it. But, ew. But now, yeah, it says a filter system failed, causing the resin and other particles to get into the water system. At Tuesday night's meeting, officials stressed the resin is not dangerous. The city is now undergoing a 33 day long process to clean out the pipes. If that doesn't work, the city said they don't have a plan B. End wow. of story. That's the whole fucking story. Wow. I mean, it seems like they know what's causing it, so there should be a solution. And I there. like that they're like, it's not harmful. What are we going to drink the fucking sludge pouring out of this shit? Yeah. Disgusting, dude. It's thick. It's black. Dude, I feel but like drink it's, it anyway. it's so thick and black, it's probably ruining assholes and also staining sinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's stretching all those out. Man, that is, that is, ugh. It's, that is it's, gross. It's so gross looking. Yeah, we need to share this little, it's a quick little uh, 42 second video of a story in there from Wesh 2. But yeah, I saw this and I was like, I I have to save this for for Digi here. Yeah, somebody, because it's local too. Somebody, I guess, just turned on their faucet and then just uh, with it's, their phone videoed uh, with the water that was coming out. It's yeah, it looks like I don't even. It looks like black sludge pouring out of their sink. That it's is fucking scary. That is nasty. Well, don't go to Osceola. I mean, hopefully, also it it's rodeo days, so avoid it at all costs. I, I, I don't think it's. Uh, yeah, hopefully it doesn't doesn't last too long out there. But man, thirty three days <laughs> cleanup project. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, you're fucked. That sounds like minimum at <laughs> least. You know, it could be more oh, than you that. You thought Flint water was bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh did you hear that um the nba uh all-star weekend was this past week um and uh it was team lebron versus team giannis but i really didn't care too much for the game who's giannis a supermodel uh no i can't <laughs> that's what it sounds like <laughs> right what a first name i guess the first name yeah oh i thought giannis was the last name. no i can't even say his last name is he, it like he, papadopoulos he, something like that he plays <laughs> for the bucks it's like anna stopalopoulos okay yeah oh, it was it was like so long it goes from like his back Left side of his back to his right side of his back on the back of his jersey. Yeah, yeah. It's not just on his shoulders. It's like on his flanks. Yeah, all the yeah. way across. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't really care too much for the game, and I never do, you know, especially if there's nothing to play for. It's like, a, I mean, at least in the MLB, they're playing to see which, you know, which division gets the World Series or which conference is in the World Series, like, uh, and uh, at home, home field advantage. You know who get who gets the extra game, right? No weight on it. Yeah, to, for this one, you're not playing for anything, so I don't care about that. But everybody really likes the uh, the skills competition. The skills comps are great, and they, the slam dunk being the top one. Oh, of course that that always takes the cake. And I mean, it's 
the you know the, this competition has been around for so long. I feel like it's kind of hard to reinvent new ways to to dunk. You know, it's no, like, you're right. We've you seen go, all the dunks. You go through the legs. You go through the legs every time. Or right. if you do windmill a, from the free throw line. Yeah, come on, three sixty. It's like okay, cool. But like, what are you gonna do that's new? And uh, was it Aaron Gordon, uh, <laughs> the Orlando Magic? Another Orlando, yeah, Orlando native here, Orlando g- player, I should say. Yeah, Aaron Gordon uh, wanted to use uh, Taco from UCF. Who, oh, Taco Fall! I just realized. Yeah, I just, I just, uh, I just mentioned him actually. That's funny. <laughs> so he's seven foot five. Seven five. Yeah, Taco Fall from UCF. Does he play in NBA now? I don't, I don't know. No. Okay. I, I mean, when you're seven foot five, you should. Well, his thing was always he was re- he was underweight. Like he was way too skinny to like bang with three hundred pound dudes under the boards. Yeah, I feel like if he's getting pushed around, I mean, he might have put on some weight now, but he was really slim on muscle. Yeah. So I guess what he did was uh, Aaron Gordon had him hold a basketball right behind his head. Yeah, seven foot five motherfucker holding a basketball right behind his head, and Aaron Gordon gets a little bit of a running start, and then I feel uh, like he took like three or four steps, bro. He was barely even going. I'm yeah. like, is it, what? This is the attempt? He didn't even like back up across the whole court or anything. And as far as I know, it was his first try. He yeah, got it. it was the first attempt. And okay, so he jumps over like uh, like kind of sp- spreads out his legs, jumps over Taco. Yep, picks up the ball, grabs the, the back ball. of his head. Yep, slams it, dude. Nails it the first time. It was a sick dunk. And he got a 47 out of 50 for yeah, it? Yeah, uh, 9, 10, 10, 9, 9. So, yeah, three nines and two tens. That's ridiculous. And, I've, you know, the judges should have just given them tens across the board. Yeah, it was the first attempt. Yeah, sometimes they'll get, they'll score guys highly on crazy, big, awesome dunks that they had to try three or four fucking times. This guy just fucking set the, the – he spent more time, like, setting the ball in Taco's hands just right than he did – winding up and taking steps back like any of that it was it was an amazing dunk yeah and i don't know how but aaron gordon didn't win the dunk competition nope. Derek jones jr did i don't even know who that is i don't know who that is either um and aaron gordon what's he like six six he's a tall guy but he's up next to taco he looks like a fucking normal like human. a child yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, just, he looks like you or me next to a regular nba guy yeah yeah so i mean Derek jones jr took that home and then uh you know one of my favorite things is the the, the three-point competition I just I like to see the sharpshooters. I do what too, they do and best. I like them when they're just fucking draining them. You know, they're they're going fast as fuck, trying to get as many as they can. Yeah, that's a good, that's a fun one to watch. And uh, and I don't know this guy either, but Buddy Heald, Buddy Heald, um, what was the one that won it this year? He beat out Devin Booker on the very last shot. Oh, that's wow. cool. I like when it goes to the buzzer like that. When it's close, yep, yeah. Yep. And Devin Booker, I'm familiar with him. He is a uh, he's a good Devin. sharpshooter. And I'm surprised that, uh, you know, like somebody like Steph Curry, you know, didn't come close to winning. Did Steph Curry compete? That's what I don't know. See, I'm here's looking. the thing. Those sure thing guys, especially after they're a couple years in the league and they don't have to prove anything to anybody, they quit competing. Look at LeBron. We talked about how long the slam, the, the dunk contest has gone on. And the every fucking year, the controversy is LeBron's not competing. LeBron's not competing. When we all feel like, hands down, he would be the guy that would win it. Like, there was a couple years where I think maybe him and Blake Griffin would have had a mean back and forth, you know? But yeah. I feel like other than that, hands down, LeBron would probably be putting these things away every year. Yeah. and then At the, least in his prime. The bigger names now are just kind of just a face for the all-star game. And, you know, just you show up and have a little bit of fun because people want to see the superstars. So exactly. they don't want to see some guy, you know, <laughs> some Mr. Heald. Uh, or or a Derek Jones, Jones Jr. winning like uh, Buddy Hild, Buddy Hild, Hitler. <laughs> Maybe we should kick him out of the league. I'm not for that. You you want you want to see the superstars do what they do best and 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 figure out okay this is why they get paid like that. Instead, you have but, to see the no name people do what the big name people do best, while the big name people don't do it. Right? Is it way a, to leave us hanging? Is it a real competition at that point? Is it? 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, that was my did you hear? It needed to get talked about because the All Star Weekend was that a, was a hell of a dunk. If we can find video of that, we should share that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was interesting. You. Uh, what's the next one you got? I got one, uh, and it, it kind of goes along with uh, last week. We talked about the Oscars as they had just happened, and we talked about some of the top nominees and top winners and stuff. Um, every year, right after the uh, the Oscars, we have. Are you familiar with these, John? The Razzies. Oh yeah. It's like the yeah. an, the anti Oscars, the worst films of the year, and mm-hmm. the worst categories. These are I love these. Some of these are my favorites, and uh, so those are coming up. Actually, uh, pretty much a month from when this show comes out, the Razzies will be will be happening on uh, March fourteenth. It's the fortieth annual. I didn't realize they've done this for as long as I've been alive. Wow! So what? Ninety two Academy Awards and now forty Razzie Awards. Exposing bad art since yeah. the fifties and they or give no, away seventies since the eighties. Eighty seventies, nineteen eighty. All of it. Uh, but uh, they give away their statuette is a what they call the golden raspberry, and it's just like a little golden raspberry on a little fucking platter. It's it's funny. So this isn't something anybody wants to win. No, but they, but some people uh, like there's pictures of like Sandra Bullock standing up there actually accepting her award. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger has accepted these in the past. Sometimes people just embrace it and they're like, fuck it, that movie was shit. Let me go get my award and just like make light of it and not be butthurt about it. You know what I mean? Just Honest, roll with it. Honestly, not everything's a winner, right? I, I am like more excited for this award show than all the other ones. I mean, well, that's the thing. They, I, I don't, they mention when it is, but they don't, I don't think they really talk about it. It's not, I don't think it's like televised and shit. Ooh, I think you could probably be. stream it online, but I don't think it's televised. I've never seen the Razzie events. I always hear about the nominees, and then after I hear about who won. Yeah, but this year, the do you have any idea of like who the who the highest nominated fucking terrible movie of last year was? Uh, Cats. Absolutely. Are you kidding? Yep. Yeah. No, no, Good. no. The the top ones this year are uh, Cats, the latest Rambo, what the Rambo Last Blood, I think it's called. Oh, that's where sucked. he's old. Oh yeah, I, I heard it was. Bad. I didn't watch it. And uh, Medea's latest last film ever. So Rambo's last movie and Medea's last movie. Maybe they these can be nails in their coffin. Sometimes you just go too long. You know, but you got to know when to stop. That's what I'm saying, right? Well, he Tyler Perry has said he's never doing a Medea again. He said that before this one came out. So hopefully that this will this will cement that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like uh, worst picture nominees. These are some of the big ones: Cats, The Fanatic, The Haunting of Sharon Tate. A Medea Family Funeral and Rambo Last Blood. I've only heard of three of those. Yeah. The three I mentioned: Medea, Rambo, and Cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, worst actor. Now this pains me because I like this guy. Worst actor nominee: James Franco. What he's one of them for what for though? some movie called Zeroville, which I've never heard of. No. Uh, so your worst actors are James Franco, David Harbor from Hellboy, the most recent one that came out last year. Apparently that did terrible. David Harbor is the cop in Stranger Things. Oh, you, yeah, so yeah. people know that guy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, James Franco, David Harbor, Matthew McConaughey. I feel like he's probably won a lot of Razzies because he does he does like a lot of art house films, and they're either shit or gold. His like, car commercials are terrible. They, yeah, if this movie is anything like a Lincoln commercial, I'm <laughs> skipping it. I swear. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, along with his Rambo best or worst movie, also worst actor, and then John John Travolta. I've not heard of this movie, The Fanatic and Trading Paint. I don't know if those are two. Separate movies, because that's what it says. The Fanatic, Ampersand, Trading Paint. I don't know if that's... I think it's two different movies. That might be. And he's I mean, literally nominated for two worst actors, bro. It makes sense, because when you don't hear about these movies, you're like, yeah, they had to have sucked, if, um, you, if you're not knowing that they even <laughs> exist. Okay, this is funny. Worst Actress? Let me give you the rundown. Some of these, I definitely... Oh, this is great. Okay. Oh, yeah. Worst Actress. Hilary Duff, probably right. Of course. <laughs> Anne Hathaway, who's usually good. Yeah. But uh, The Hustle... And Serenity, those are, I guess, two different movies. She's nominated for both. Um, Francesca Hayward, one of the actresses in Cats. I don't know her. 
Tyler Perry is nominated in a worst actress because of his role as Medea. Because <laughs> he plays a girl? <laughs> yep. And uh, um, Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. I like Rebel Wilson. The fat uh, blonde girl from Pitch Perfect. Oh, yeah. And she does commercials and stuff. She's like British and fat and makes fun of it. Man. Fat Amy, they called her. I mean, I feel like if they could dive a little deeper and find even worse stuff. But, I mean, you, you want to use notable bad things. Yeah, you, know? you don't. Yeah. You, and also, yeah, I feel like the thing with the Razzies is yeah, you don't just want to nominate like independent films of people who you don't even know. You you kind of want to nominate like your John Travolta's, your Tyler Perry's, people you expect better of, and then you go, Psh, this was garbage. What's wrong with you? Yeah, like something that's underwhelming yeah, as you, opposed to just flat out. You bad. don't want to hit somebody's first movie they ever came out with and go, oh, this is terrible. You're nominated because then maybe you have a lot more in you, and that's just a bad representation. But guys like John Travolta, Sylvester Stallone, Matthew McConaughey, we know what they can bring to the table, and when they don't, give them a fucking Razzie. Yeah, and uh, okay, so the next one I have, uh, did you hear? That a family is suing American Airlines because they were kicked off a flight for their body odor. <coughs> so I guess they just smelled so bad. I did hear this. Uh, okay. Just kidding. I told you I didn't. It was a, I didn't. <laughs> a, a, a Michigan family was removed from an American Airlines flight in Miami when staff claimed that they had body body odor. And they are now suing the airline. Um, I can't say this guy's name. I was going to say, is he? Okay. And uh, this is, I'm not trying to sound, I'm just going off facts and numbers. Are, are, do they sound like Muslim or Middle Eastern based on their okay, names? Okay, I'm going to try the name then. Okay. okay. Yehuda Yosef Adler. The, yeah, Yosef is usually Yosef, like, yeah. is usually like a Middle Eastern name. And the only reason I say that is not to, to pinpoint because they're stinky and that's why they got thrown off. Because you said they're from Michigan. And outside of Detroit, Michigan is the largest Muslim population in the United States. There's oh, your informing for this week. That's cool. So that as is... soon as you said Michigan, and also, and again, not against Muslims, but I know in other countries and other cultures, they have different bathing practices. Like, they just, they have different hygiene standards. You know what I mean? French people, some of them don't shave their armpits. Like, you know what I mean? Not to say it's better or worse than what we do, but it's just different from what we're used to. That's, so that's maybe what I'm thinking. he is a Muslim. And they're or they're just from another culture, and they that's just that's their hygiene. It's like smells are kind of subjective. It's not like one is bad or you know. It's like mm, body odor is never good. I mean, but it seems it's it's it seems opinionated. Like you can't sit there and say that that is a bad smell if somebody else is like, well, it's definitely different, right. but I don't mind. And I don't care what culture you're from or religion you are or whatever. But if it's so bad, you get thrown off a plane. Maybe it's time to re well okay evaluate. So things. here's the thing: who's they, in the wrong there? The, them or the plane attendants? Yeah, the, him, Yehuda, his wife, and their daughter was removed. Um, Yehuda, Yehudi, and Yehudi Jr.? Yeah, and they. Th- this is what they're saying. They're saying that the staff made comments about their Orthodox Jewish faith. Oh, uh, so they're Orthodox Jews? Yeah. Oh, well, it's okay, so they're certainly not Muslim. No, I was and, wrong. And, and he's, he, he's convinced that it has to do with his faith. And uh, American Airlines said the decision to remove him, the family was not based on religion. They claimed the customer complained about uh, customers, oh, so more than one, yeah. complained about Mr. Adler's odor. Wow. And then uh, the lawsuit was filed in Texas, and uh, they're trying to see um, if they can get one over. They're not going to win this. I mean, American Airlines probably has some of the best lawyers that they could possibly imagine. Yeah, just based on, yeah. That. Or maybe but they might they settle. might have a case. Yeah, absolutely. They might get it to settle just so it's not talked about on other shitty small town podcasts like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a bad pub for American Airlines. Was it American Airlines, too? Yeah, yeah. I like that if they were potentially from another country and American Airlines evolves, they're like, get off of our flight. Yeah. We're American. We ain't standing for this. That's terrible i uh yeah so i i felt like i mean there's you know we could go all day with stories from airlines now it's it seems like such a sensitive area dude there was one last week that i wanted to bring up and then i thought about bringing it up today but it's been over talked about the one where the guy's punching the ladies bed the back of the lady's seat oh yeah that just happened like last week or a couple weeks ago but it's all over the news and 
it's ad nauseum. There's no reason to re rehash it. Yeah, they were like, yeah, that was just a, it's a, all these weird altercations. You know, everybody thinks that they're the one entitled or they have the most important schedule going on and everybody needs to revolve around them. And when you have a, 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 a tube of 200 people, or what did that one televangelist say? A tube full of demons in the sky. A tube of demons <laughs> in the sky. I said that yesterday when I was listening to that story about the fucking assholes on the fucking the dude punching the seat. And he said something about, oh, everybody else on this flight. And I was like, tube of demons. That's what it is. Bunch of <laughs> yeah. fucking tube of demons. You got 200 people that feel like that they're the ones entitled to special treatment. It can get uh, very tense. Uh, a tense tension Tense uh, tensions occur yeah. <laughs> on both planes and the ground. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that's uh, the next one I have. I have one more after that, but you you go with another one. No, no problem, man. Uh, did you hear another local story? Well, local to Florida. It's uh, down south at uh, Port St. Port St. John or Port St. Lucie. Uh, but there's a gentleman named Nelson Gibson who's got some, uh, he's got some kidney issues that he has to uh, go to dialysis for. And I believe he's got to go do this dialysis like once every week. And dialysis is where you flush your kidneys completely um, of everything in them and completely clean them out because the kidneys aren't doing that function themselves. Once a week, that's a that's pretty frequently, well, though. Well, uh, some people have to do that shit every day, bro. Man. And that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I'm not sure the frequency in which he has to get this done, but uh, it takes a few hours each time he goes. 59-year-old guy. um, he wanted to bring, you know, a lot of times when you're going to the, one of these places, you're going to be sitting there for, I think it's not, they said sometimes it could take up to three hours to do this whole treatment. They, they encourage you, you know, bring a blanket from home, like be comfortable, make yourself as comfortable as you can, you know, within reason. Yeah. So he, to bring, uh, I guess his family couldn't come with him anymore. So to, to bring something of comfort to him, he started bringing an eight by 10 picture, an eight by 10 framed picture framed picture of our president donald j trump okay as like a comfort tool as, as his comfort yep to make him comfortable as he sat through dialysis he would put an eight by ten picture on the fucking table next to him and just sit there with his like little blankie getting dialysis well no that's okay so he's that's where it started that's weird and then that wasn't enough so his son felt bad because his son was working and couldn't go to with him anymore so he was like well since you don't have me um i he made him a photoshopped cutout of himself the guy nelson his dad his 59 year old father and president trump and he cut it out and it's like uh it was about a two foot off of the table thing and it's a cutout of nelson and president trump like shaking hands with each other even weirder and he would take that and set that on the table next to him but then he that wasn't enough for him so now he has a full size six foot tall cutout of donald trump that he carries in it's like think of a, like a movie poster when when you go in like they have those big cardboard fucking cutouts with the stand. Yeah, it's got like a tripod on the back so it'll stand up. He stands that shit up next to his fucking dialysis chair and fucking gets his dialysis with a full size cutout of President Trump next it to him. It sounds like he's screaming for attention. Uh, yeah, he's definitely got some issues. And uh, so I mean, but like, but like do like a Trump blanket or something. Well, like if you're that, Trump, he's already you wearing know. Trump shoes. Okay, and a Trump shirt every time he goes. Wow. So yeah, this guy really loves Trump. I feel like this is the type of guy that remember when Trumpy Bear was Trumpy Bear was around like uh, a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a real fucking infomercial. Somebody buy this guy Trumpy Bear. I mean, he could cuddle it and hold it and, and pet his widow head or you know whatever the fuck he needs to do. But so he's he's since been asked to not bring his Trump cutout anymore because it's just it's getting in the way. I guess the the stipulations on what you can and can't bring. They say so all all the other stuff they didn't care about, like the the photo and the other. Yeah, they the let that thing. go. They let that go because they encourage you to bring things to make yourself comfortable, right? But they the the, the what they say is they uh, 
We strongly support the ability of all our patients to express their views, including bringing personal items into our clinics that provide comfort. Uh, at the same time, we must maintain the safety and quality standards required within our clinics. Items cannot impede staff's line of sight and workflow or create, quote, infection control issues and other hazards. So, Well, I don't know if that's the situation. Well, that's what they're lumping this into. And the guy is standing his ground so hard that he has said, I will not go back and get my dialysis if I can't bring my life-size Trump cutout. And they're telling him, if you don't get it and your kidneys back up, you, you could face death. Wow. And the, and so the, the, the reporter in this Washington Post article I'm getting this from asked him, well, could you not just go back to your other, your, you know, your smaller cutout or your 8x10? No, it's about principle now. And, okay, well, could you not go to another clinic that might let you bring it in? Oh, there's other clinics around me, but I don't think the care would be as good. So I'm just holding out until they tell me I can bring this. This guy's he's, insane. He's hoping to get the president to weigh in on it. Maybe the pressure from Trump saying something about this clinic personally will get them to bow. But honestly, I don't feel like Donald J. Trump being the kind-hearted guy that he is, I don't feel like he's going to weigh in on it at all. He doesn't give a fuck. I mean, it's that ju- guy can die. It's such a reach. I mean, it's a, it's one of those things where, like, let's say that the this clinic doesn't say anything to the guy when he brings in a six-foot thing. Then does it become a ten-foot thing? And then, like, it seems like he would have just kept one-upping it until somebody said something. There's the cute little pig. There's him in his chair getting dialysis, and there's the little cutout of him and Donald J. next to him. That was the second step after the 8x10, framed 8x10. And then here's the actual fucking, it's an actual life-size cutout of Donald Trump's head next to a, <laughs> next to a dialysis bag. That's insane. In, yeah. the, in the clinic, yeah. Next to his, his IV drip. His IV drip, yep. So yeah, this is right here in, in Central Florida, man. Wow, wow. That is a call for attention if I, if I do say so myself. Uh, the next one I have actually, speaking of Donald Trump, he um, was uh, participating in the, uh, the ceremonial pregame or is it pre-game or pre-race? Yeah, pre, uh, for, pre-race. For the Daytona 500. Did, they called him uh, Grand Marshal, right? Yeah, he was doing the Grand Marshal. So he's, I think, was the one that, gentlemen, start your engines. Right? You know, he yeah, was yeah, the one that saying guy. that. Uh, and he probably then, gave like a presidential medal of freedom to Dale Earnhardt Sr., not knowing he's long dead because I guess a moron. <laughs> he doesn't know things. <laughs> yeah, so he was uh, here actually in Florida uh, in Daytona. So he could have knocked. Two birds with one stone, you know, like like talking about this story from Florida <laughs> and then being in Daytona already for the race. Yeah, he was already in near town. He could have like picked up a phone and been like, I want you to give him the biggest and the best dialysis. It's huge. Yeah. So if he's not helping you and he's in the area, it'll probably never happen again. I'm feeling like he's probably not going to weigh on this on, on this because what does he care? It's another vote for him. But what the fuck does he care? Yeah. He doesn't care about the little. Yeah. People. So he was. Uh, yeah. He made an appearance. He opened up the 2020 season for NASCAR racing. Um, and after fulfilling his grand marshal duties, the motorcade drove down pit road around the iconic two and a half mile track. Really? So, uh, yeah. so he was the, it's ironic, he was the, the Grand Marshal of the Daytona 500 and also the Grand Wizard of the KKK. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> this guy's grand. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my last one. Did you have one more? Yeah, I got a, we'll wrap it up on this one. Did you hear? Much like this guy in Central Florida's uh, life-size picture of Donald Trump, I just want him to cut his presidency out. Uh, yeah. Cut it out. Oh, Just right. call me Joey from Full House. This is <laughs> this is episode uh, one twenty seven of Funny to Informing. Um, however, you guys found us. We appreciate you listening and taking time out. We hope that we made you laugh a little bit, maybe even cry. I don't care. Um, don't, don't cry. Draw uh, any no emotion. Any emotion okay, is good emotion. Fine. You're right. As you're long right. as you're feeling something. Maybe you cried because you heard Medea was nominated for a Razzie. <laughs> it means you're alive. You shouldn't be surprised. Yeah, uh, and we hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit patreon.com slash fti you can laugh with us or at us it doesn't matter and coleman
tip your content creators. It's thick, it's jet black, and it's creating health concerns. And put the ball brains on the gate. Hey, pick them up, fuck them, let them lay. Where I'm from, we see a fucking dead body every day. That uptown, throw a stack at them, make a song about me, I'm throwing shots back.